Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Messi and Co. I'm Ashley with my amazing co-host, Gian. It's been a really exciting week of Inter-Miami and Messi and all those things since we last spoke. So we're excited to jump into that and a few other fun topics. Gian, how is your week? How are you doing? The week is good. The week is good. Yeah, we had a couple of games. We're excited to talk about that. We're excited to talk about some personnel changes and uh, just overall what we think about this team so far in the early days of what is preseason. So, yeah, excited to talk about Inter Miami. Awesome. All right. Well, then let's start there with obviously, uh, you know, what we've gotten to watch the last uh, twice this last week, which is uh, the first two games of Inter Miami's preseason first in El Salvador and then in Dallas. And we had our first incorrect of many predictions this year, which was that Messi wasn't going to play that much. And then as it turns out, I forgot that he hates not playing and he hates not starting. And so (laughs) he did that both. And, you know, 45 minutes, first game, 60 minutes to second game. Uh, You know, initial thoughts is we, we do have to remember this is, this really is preseason. Like this is their, you know, it's only been a couple weeks back. And so there's definitely a lot of, uh, changes happening and that's something to be aware of. I think that, you know, the performance between the first and second game was huge. Like, even though we couldn't find the back of the net really, uh, against Dallas, just the fact that the, everything was starting to click a lot more and it just those like those final touches weren't there and, you know, the finishing the, the last decisions, but the, the movement, the ball movement that was happening between especially like the second and third, like from midfield to forwards, it was so great. And it was so great for the fact that it was only their second time ever doing it. You know, if two of those 10 or 15 or whatever chances that they had, if and or even if one of them had gone in the back of the net, we would have been like, "Oh my god, this team is unstoppable!" And so it was, it was closer than I think we realized. Um, but obviously, a lot of rust. Luis Suarez made his debut. We're going to talk about that shortly. Um, some some positives, some negatives. Obviously, it's a really huge shame about Facundo Farias. He was going to be 
so impactful this season. We wish him well, and we're going to see now how maybe some roster changes that were happening maybe aren't going to anymore. Maybe you're going to see more, you know, different changes in personnel than we thought. But, yeah, so it was the experience. Happy Inter Miami was playing again. Happy to see more ball movement in terms of the actual performance, maybe a little less enjoyable. Yeah, no, 100%. It's good to see the boys back on the pitch, and uh, that's something that we miss, obviously, over – um the time off period but i mean yeah it's it's two games in i think that uh you know you kind of have to take everything you see with a grain of salt just knowing that the team is starting to get to know each other again you know that they didn't have an, a full season together last season so it's almost like this is the first actual preseason where they're gonna get to gel and everything was just so fast-paced and hectic last yeah, there season was so many games there was yeah. two or three games a week huh. every week there was there no wasn't, time to yeah. yeah, there wasn't time to gel. So this is really the first, again, preseason where they're actually going to get to know each other, understand each other better, get a full, um, I guess, a, a full set of practices and strategies and all that sort of thing. So, again, I wouldn't be too overly concerned. I think also Tata is starting to tinker a bit, trying to see what um, type of schemes he wants to play, what type of strategies he wants to instill getting to know his personnel more. And then obviously there's been some departures um, that we'll talk about moving forward uh, in some of the next segments about personnel wise. But yeah, it's just more of a tinkering part. Um, I, again, although it's a, with a grain of salt, I will say to me, seeing them not be able to score is a little worrisome, but I'm not going to go full 911, you know, emergency until I start to see the actual, uh, you know, uh, season start but you know you've got forwards up there that you know are like we'll talk about Suarez a little more but it's relatively new starting to get to know uh, how to play with Messi again after not playing him with him for such a long time but also we've seen some of these players not really playing some of the positions we saw them playing and some of the roles they were playing early on or last season they're they're starting to try different things and um, you also have to realize that with everything going on in the transfer market and with players not knowing, you know, if they're going to be here or not be here, I think that, that that's trying to like maneuver that as well. And, and that's why he's playing with certain players that maybe we're not going to see them in those same roles as we go into the season. So it's just a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, and we'll kind of get to know more as um, more of this preseason moves forward. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, there's no reason to panic when it was, you know, the first two preseason games, especially when with the first one, you had almost, you know, two completely different squads playing, you know, so it was, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, what do you think about the formation? I was actually going to ask you that. Yeah, so as I, far as like the five in the back, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I've said, I'm not a fan of that. Um, but I think that more so what, why we've seen that in the preseason is because they're especially with Kamal Miller leaving. I think that, and and the defense was a bit shaky already with Kamal last season. I think that that hasn't had the confidence to start with two center backs and just a line of four. We'll see how he feels now with you know some new players. But what do you feel about that line of five? Well, I remember I was the one who said on this. That show that you're going to see Noah Allen playing center back. And, yeah, yeah. and I didn't know how quickly that was going to happen, but it happened. Um, 
You know, I think that because the plan is is what didn't happen last year was that there was a lot of imbalance, especially when it was counterattacks and and between Jordi Alba and uh, DeAndre Yedlin, knowing who's really sp- who should push, who should be back, etc. And so I think that the 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 goal for this is that like Jordi Alba is going to be the one really attacking. It's really and I think it's going to be the focal point to have most things happen on the left and have Messi drift in the center. Like that's what is probably the game plan. And so I think they're just trying to solidify the fact that like Jordi Alba is meant to have a more offensive role. In my opinion, that's what I'm seeing so far. Um, I think there was a lot of balance. So there's more balance than, you know, you, you can maybe hope or expect with a back five. And, and it was a, a good attacking balance. I thought the transitions from like within the midfield on both sides were really were good and we're, we're already starting to be a lot smoother and better. And so if, you know, we'll have to see, we'll have to see because it's, it's I think, and it's going to be, you know, we're going to talk about the new center back who joined, if more are going to join, what the plan is for that. So, you know, if he feels more confident in having a back four, he will, but I think Tomas Aviles is unfortunate, not unfortunately, but he's, he's young and he, I don't think that Tata thinks he's going to be able to like know from even a discipline standpoint or he you know his tackles or this down the other like is he going to be able to be that starting center back in a in a back four every single week week in and week out and I think those kind of in, things is why he's favoring a back five. I actually think he's been really good. I think yeah, I think he's our best defender. No, 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 for sure. But he gets yellow cards. I mean, and so he sometimes like he can be a little rash. Like you know, he's young. Yeah, a hundred percent. That has to do with age for sure. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree with you. But I think he's our best center back right now. The way that he's able to like he waits for the he waits for the perfect. And and granted, yeah, he'll, he'll get some yellow cards, but he is so good at timing his tackle. Like he'll he'll wait. He'll wait, he'll wait, he won't close in on the defender, right? And he waits for the moment that that defender pushes the ball to make space and get on the run. And he times it so perfectly, and he goes in with a strong tackle, and he gets the ball away. And to me, that's that's kind of been what I've seen these first two games. And I think that they brought him in last season expecting him to be the starter alongside. And yeah. he very much – a lot of the times he was. McVeigh kind of uh, – no, yeah – no, yeah, Christoph. Sorry, Christoph lo- lost his actual starting role to um, to Toto, and Toto was starting with Kamal. So, yeah, it's early to tell, but um, I I think uh, personally that it's going to be him and Freire starting in center at center back, and I'm just fingers crossed that we don't have that starting line of five, just because I like to see that that extra position that we're taking away from the midfield that I, I I don't like that. I want there to be that extra midfielder that's going to help in the attack, especially now that we're going to be missing Farias. Yeah. I, I think that you, you know, you've got Busquets, um, you've got Gregory, you've got Gressel, but you don't really have that guy that is that offensive kind of like m- that offensive midfielder. I mean, we've seen, that Gomez, especially now with that U23 squad in Paraguay, he scored three goals in those last two games with them. Yeah. So that's a potential there. Um, totally. But with Farias out, I think that we definitely need to look for another offensive midfielder because even um, um, Kremaski is not that. 
he's good at handling the ball. He's he can push forward and, and make some good passes. But we need a guy that's going to be able to take Farias's place that can create his own space and take a player and just you know yeah just create his own stuff. So um yeah, I, I'm hoping, you know. I'm a big fan of the 4-3-3 or 4-4-2, but we'll see what happens. But so far, I think the preseason is just more of learning right now. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what, what comes up within these next few games as they continue to head overseas. And I think, uh, what were we saying? They're heading over to Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. I think like right now they're, they're heading there, yeah. Yeah, they're heading there. So those should be uh, some interesting games over there. I know that there were some players that didn't travel. Um, I think we're still waiting for John Mota. I think he's still having his issues over in Brazil right now to get his visa. So I don't think that he traveled. I know Kremaski um, had a groin injury, so he didn't travel as well. So fingers crossed that that's not something too serious for him. Um, but John we- Mota is your offensively, like, is your offensive midfielder. Yeah, he can be. I mean, I, I don't have you know, 100% confidence, but he's definitely one that can't. I mean, he's not replacing Farias, that's for sure. We no, no, no. I would no, want. No, it'll be Robert Taylor. It'll, it'll be Robert Taylor, I'm pretty sure, but. 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, well, so within the preseason, besides obviously the other 10 players, we had Luis Suarez. who made his debut, uh, played both games, and. You know, it's interesting. There was, there's definitely, obviously, the cobwebs. You can see, like he's just he, he's he's finishing his off. Like those, the the timing, the specific, like the little things are are off, and he's kind of shaking that rust off with them. But I have to say, and I know people are going to be like, you're being too op- whatever, too positive, even though he didn't play well. Him, Busquets, and Messi, and Jordi Alba, the four of them, literally being able to link up so perfectly already is like crazy how and it's not like at this level where like they're doing it with their eyes closed like the four of them especially the three of Busquets, Messi and and Suarez I mean they're they're making these passes like three passes ahead like it's it's they're not even on the same planet as everyone else and this is when they're still day two of playing together Luis Suarez shaking off the cobwebs Uh, how could you not be excited about it like for real I mean I know like I said he was he was rusty for sure no doubt about it he got tired at the end, no doubt about it. But oh my god, like it's it's they don't even try and they're doing it. It's like crazy. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I I think that uh, to your point, he's a little rusty. But just being able to see that he's such a like a, a nine, like a killer that oh my god, he tries to killer. score. He tries to score like everything. He takes and it. And he's always he, in the right position. He like is, his he's, timing he's, was a little off. His you know. Yeah. Start time was a little off for some of those runs, but every single time he made the right, like he did the right, though the one that is like the first choice that anyone would want him to do. Yeah, I think he'll get more opportunities too as this lineup and formation changes a bit because in these last couple of lineups that we've seen in preseason, Messi's playing, it's almost like they're playing with two forwards and Messi just being, you know, obviously Messi's positionless and he'll try to dive into the mid to pick up the ball, but more than more times than not he was just playing almost like another center forward which takes away one more yeah you know, player to give that pass so i think that once we have maybe like again a 4-3-3 or or have messi play more of like that that 10 role uh which i think at his age he's is probably best suited for him is to play that more of a distribution role he's not going to be that guy that takes 10 people you know and and scores one of those amazing i mean he'll still score amazing goals but 
I think at his age, playing that 10 is going to suit him and it's going to suit Suarez more. So as those lineups change, I think Suarez is going to get a lot more passes, a, a, a lot more opportunities to score. I mean, we saw what he was doing in Brazil. He was scoring goals that I, I've only seen like in FIFA, you know, that I when I'm playing PlayStation. Um, <laughs> they seem so effortless as well. Like all his goals seem so effortless. He was just scoring from, yeah. he was scoring from all angles. And I think that that's something that we can expect here. He'll, he'll be a guy that will be, um will be receiving passes probably from Alba right as he's cherry picking he'll get he'll score his own goals as soon as he gets the ball right outside um outside the the area we know yeah. that he can score from any place so yeah uh, it's really exciting to see only two games in and um I'm sure I think he'll I think I really do think that he has a possibility to be probably top three goal scorer in MLS um and break those records that players like Vela have and Ibrahimovic have. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can see that happening. And, and I think that he has that in mind as well, because he even said in one of his interviews, he says, look, I have a specific uh, amount of goals in mind that I want to score, uh, but I'm not going to tell you guys. He said, but I'm sure, that I'm sure he's, he's, I'm sure that he's, he's already seen that. And he's like, yeah, he's, he wants to score a good 30. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you could even see it like he's, coming to play like even though obviously like I said the rust and the couple of missed shots and stuff he was still every single time going for the killer play like the killer shot the killer goal the kill like every single play you know yeah. he doesn't take it off and just from date like from minute one I I was really excited by and it. he's um, he's not just staying around he's not just standing around which also yeah no he's being so out. dynamic he's being dynamic and he's and he's being aggressive he's like, so yeah exactly yeah which well, is and that's why i you know you may see it like i know it's not gonna make you happy but if there is a little bit of back five action to start the season when they're still wetting their feet you know they have such potent attackers that that's why i feel like they feel okay with it you know if you have Messi mm -hmm. and suarez it could be a back eight and it's just <laughs> them two like <laughs> enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at bet mgm Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if if you don't win your first bet, bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They'll figure something out, you know, and I, so I think that you may see that. But what I do want to quickly touch on before we move off the subject of Luis Suarez, his knee, you know, he had said previously that it takes him three days to prepare uh, his knees and everything for each game. He does the painkillers. He has a whole thing. And so, you know, he had to play two games in three days just now. And so I think that especially by the second half of game two, like he, like he, you could see a very, he was so aggressive and powerful and moving. And then you can see immediately that it has to slow down. And so just want to make, you know, I hope they're, they're being cognizant of it that I, you know, he wants to run and play and do all these things and show immediately, but you got to think about the long game with him. There's so many games this season. Yeah. I think as a preseason goes on as well, just because of the amount of games that, um, are in this preseason, I can see him starting to play less time um, yeah. as it goes on because it's, it's just wouldn't be prudent to have him playing this many minutes, especially ahead of a very packed season. Um, but I also think he knows his body well, and I think they'll probably take the same approach that uh, they take with Messi where, you know, it's going to depend on how he feels. Yeah, and right. he'll be the one to kind of dictate how much he plays, how much he doesn't play. And I'm sure that the communication is going to be there between training staff and him to say, hey, you mm-hmm. know, I, I felt this tweak. If, they, if he feels a tweak, if he feels something off, he might not play at all. If he's feeling good, he might say, hey, you know, I'll play the first half, but, you know, second half, take me out. Or even during right. – this might even be something that is also um, something that is – as of the moment. So even at halftime, he might communicate with them and say, right. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm good for another 10 minutes or you know what? I'm done for it. So um, that's what I feel confident about him and his health. He knows his body well and the communication is there and they'll take again, the same approach that they took with Messi. Um, he yeah. ultimately is going to dictate how much he's going to play. Agreed. All right, good. So yeah, that was, that was a start and that was the players that we have known and we have seen, but now we have new players that are, uh, either have signed or are potentially signing for Inter Miami. And so the first one who has signed for Inter Miami, Argentine defender and previously a part of uh, Pumas, Nicholas Freire. Yep, yep, Nicholas Freire. So um, he played, I think, like 109 games for uh, Puma. Then he he was, I think, loaned out to maybe was it Greece, somewhere in Greece or something. But he didn't play much many games overseas actually i think he only played like four or five games um i was trying to look at some of the some of the film on him to see what type of uh defender he is so mm-hmm. i i mean from what i saw again it's not that i'm a, I, I don't follow too much mexican soccer of pumas so i don't I, I don't have too much film or experience with that but from what i saw he seems like he's a solid uh, center back he seems like he's good um as far as the long balls are concerned and getting players up front uh, connecting the defense to the offense so that's something that's important especially with uh kamal miller leaving kamal miller actually was a good passer yeah was actually one of the top center back passers um in all of mls and yeah i believe that 
So it's that's I think that not only was the defense something that the team was kind of nervous and losing with um, Kamal, but also again his his passing ability. So I'm hoping I don't know if it'll be at the same level as Kamal again because he was excellent at it, but he's definitely got that potential. That's something that I'm going to look forward to as well with uh, Freddie on there. Um, He's uh, still young enough, so that's good as well. We're not getting somebody that's maybe, especially because our age, our average average age on the team is already fairly up there. Um, it's good to know that we've got a defender that uh, is hopefully good and also age-wise is going to be able to put log in a lot of minutes because that's something we're yeah. going to need. Um, you know that Christoph is kind of like the vet on here, so we'll have a good kind of combination between Christoph, between Freire and Avilis. Uh, I think a good amount of, of minutes can be shared there. And then obviously we've got, you know, other players like Sailor and, and that sort of thing. Um, but one thing is, you know, we can't hide from it. They're targeting Argentine players, obviously. That's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the Argentinian, uh, like a national team or something. But um, yeah, I mean, that's something that uh, Tata likes and that's what they're, they're targeting. So Maybe it's also, you know, for, for Messi, it's it's something that he feels comfortable with, his Argentinian squad. So I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I don't want to make too much of it, but it's just something to point out that it, it, it tends to be who we're picking up and then who we're, who all the rumors are about as well. I don't know if you want to bring up another rumor. Yeah, so that is a great segue. Uh, Christian Medina from Boca Juniors is uh, apparently Inter Miami submitted a new bid uh, yesterday or today for him yeah. and uh, they raised the price a little and now they're kind of getting closer to what Boca Juniors want for him. It seems like it's a deal everyone wants to get done. So it, it looks like it's positive. I don't know for sure. I mean, we can certainly use obviously the midfield reinforcements and obviously, like you just said, with Farias out, you know, how, how is that attacking going to look? What's the balance going to be like? Um, yeah. So, I mean, it looks, it looks like it's going to happen or, or it looks like it's going to get close. So what do you, what do you think? Yeah. So they definitely increased the amount. I think it was said that Boca juniors is asking for about 15 million. And they so offered they, 11. They offered 11. They increased their, their previous offer that they had. Um, I know that Botafogo was also part of the sweepstakes to get Christian Medina. Apparently they had dropped out. So I think that now with Farias out, more than ever, they're going to try to push for Cristian Medina. The guy is a stud. He's yeah. really good. Um, he's not necessarily the same type of player as Farias. He plays more of a central role, like right down the middle of the midfield. He's excellent with the ball on his feet. Yeah. He's amazing at distributing the ball. So that's something that is going to, I mean, that's going to, I think, help a lot with um, getting Suarez the ball, getting a player like Medina who can, again, just he's got like this amazing vision. If you're able to see some of his highlights, you can see some of the passes that he makes are, wow, like excellent. And if you get a player like that, then the defense is going to, the opposing defenses are going to go wild trying to figure out who to cover, whether it's him or Messi, because then you're going to have two guys that are basically magicians putting, you know, mm -hmm. making passes. So that's going to even make the game easier on Messi. Um, not that he needs it to be easier, but you know, it's definitely yeah. definitely helpful. So I'm hoping that we do get Cristian Medina. That would be an excellent pickup for us. Uh another Argentine <laughs> to add to the team. But yeah. Uh, well, and you know what? Like I'm honestly like it sounds 
if it's what mess you want it, like whatever, who cares? Honestly, who cares? Yes, it, I agree. It's obviously biased. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't care either. I don't care. I don't, care. I don't you know, yeah. so it's, uh, but, um, Agreed. I think Medina would be a great addition to the team. I think that we're going to, we're going to see some additions. We're going to see some changes. Oh, sorry. Uh, that is, is going to be, you know, I think a good sort of way of seeing how the team is performing, who's doing well, how he wants his formations to move. And so it's exciting. We're about to see obviously them go and do this big tour in, in the Middle East and in Asia. And, the pandemonium and you know well, the excitement that surrounds Messi, we will i'm sure see in full effect and uh you know with that in mind i did want to bring up something that i saw today that i thought was pretty interesting um and it was the five most valuable mls franchises in 2024 now i don't know exactly where these like i don't know the specific source of these numbers but i think it's it's from a reputable source that posts these kind of things so it's probably in the ballpark. Um, number five, New York City FC, which kind of surprised me a little, but because it's because um, it's linked to Manchester City and they're like part of the same group and they just won, like I, I guess it does kind of make sense. And it's New York. It's obviously uh, the biggest city in the country. LA Galaxy, um, obviously we know that the brand. Number three, Inter-Miami, which is, don't forget, this is our – fifth year in existence right yeah no that's it's nuts it's nuts and uh, number two atlanta number one lafc atlanta surprises me a little i didn't expect it to be that high but um and then lafc obviously number one but yeah number three over one billion dollar uh worth and i just year five is just kind of crazy yeah they were at um, i'm looking here they were at 585 million in yeah. 2023 so they uh, jumped up to 1.02 billion dollars almost double yeah, almost 70% increase yeah that, that that is pretty insane um and obviously that's tied to messi <laughs> and then uh, messi and obviously messi started that and then you see everything that comes with that with the revenues increasing in all the different channels of uh, oh yeah that they have and then you're bringing in world-class players you bring in a guy like we just said like christian medina that's obviously going to increase the value even more so um it's just crazy to see to your point a, a, a squad that's been around for such few amount of time to make this type of of jump um is significant and it's it's big time and it's and that's why we are now on a what seems like a 50 game preseason <laughs> um, you know what though i was just i was we talked about this watching the beckham documentary and you see when they went and did the tour for real madrid when they went to asia yeah. for beckham's first season there and they were all like yeah it was because we're real madrid and we get paid a lot of money to do these things because everyone around the world knows who real madrid is and so like if Real Madrid does it, then we can't be, you know, then little old Miami, like we should, if we're being asked to do it, then we should be doing it too. Like it's working, the, doubling your valuation in one year, 500 million more in one year is insane. And the fact that the partnerships, the sponsorships, the logos, the events, the preseason, the tour, all of it. It doesn't it that's what you do to build and so that's why they have Messi here for these three or years or you know who knows how long but like let's just say three years is because 
it's not just on the field, it's off the field. The the way they're trying to build this club to be for the next 50, 100, who knows how many years, right? Like this is going to be the cornerstone of all that's like built for these clubs. These are how these big clubs start. Yeah, and I think fans fans are probably wondering, you know, like how does this, like, okay, it's not like this money comes to me or or what does this mean to me, but – that's if how you get the players. That's exactly. That's what I'm getting to. This is how you get the players. You you build these teams that are worth so much, and these are the teams that eventually get you, these players that lead you to championships, these players that lead you to greatness and that you enjoy watching, and, and players that you only dreamt of being able to travel across the sea you know, and be able to watch in a Premier League game or a Champions League game that you – maybe didn't get to see those are players that eventually you're going to be able to see in your hometown again, because teams like Inter Miami are able to build their worth and build their, their stature. I think in, um, in the world of football, that players like this are not only are they, do they want to come play, but you can actually afford them. So that's how that kind of translates to us as fans. Yeah. You want your team to be big like this. You want your team to, to be worth something and you want them to build something that, uh, that is big and and sustainable. And I think that the way that Inter Miami is doing it is, is a sustainable model. And I think that this is something that they're building for the future. It's not just something like, Oh, you know, Messi leaves and then we're done. This is, I think this is kind of like Messi is the ramp to what hopefully we'll be seeing for years and years to come once he departs. Hundred no, hundred percent, and just you know, the academy, the homegrown players, the you know, the the star power, all of those things like make a huge difference, and they're gonna building off it. We're gonna have this brand new stadium, we have all these uh, academies, and just everything that takes to make it a powerhouse. And then you know, the rest of the MLS benefits from it, and then that you know, it's a case study to show like double your evaluation in a year, like crazy stuff. I mean, think about it. Manchester United, for example, is worth like six billion. Can you imagine a team that's like hundreds of years old and the most one of the most famous institutions in the history of sports? And it's only five bit like Inter Miami is only five billion away. It's been around for five years. It yeah, can happen that quickly. No, of course. And this actually is worth more than some NFL teams. Yeah. The, I, I think that this is also shows other MLS teams like, hey. It's exactly. worth it to invest, and this is only going to make the, the league better. It's worth it to invest into your team because look what happens. So other owners are going to see this, and I think MLS is only going to become better exactly. as they invest into their teams. So, hundred percent. No, it's exciting, and it's you know it's been exciting so far. We'll see how players' times are managed moving forward, and you know if we start to see the gelling more and more, which I think we were going to do, like we said earlier. I think that already like the sample size of watching the first game the first 45 minutes of especially like you know the big three and then the second game was like a 200 percent increase already it was already you know it was, they were moving yeah. it so amazingly and i think it's like we said can only go up where who knows if if ronaldo's gonna play next week which is a bummer in all honesty because you really would have wanted Soccer oh, yeah. would have wanted them to have their moment of saying goodbye to each other on the field. Who knows? Maybe he will play. Maybe they're going to wait and see. But um, we have more preseason to come, more news to come, uh, more exciting opportunities and players to talk about and games to talk about. And we are very excited. And so anything else, Gian, before we uh, close it out? Uh, no, no, that's it. Just uh, to reiterate what you said, we're just uh, really excited. 
Um, and I just, I honestly, I can't wait for the actual season to start. There's just so, there's, there's so much to look forward to. There's so many, I mean, and, and I can't wait for us to talk about on a couple, I, I'm not sure we'll figure it out on what episode to talk about, but really kind of like what we think about as far as this, and this will be fun because uh, kind of where we order everything coming up as far as what we want to win, what's most important. With, ah, we have, we have well, so we much know to we had do, this, so. We had this last, last year, we had this discussion. Yeah, 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 we've got an MLS Cup, a CONCACAF Champions, a Leagues Cup, an Open Cup that I don't know if we'll even play I'll in. tell you uh, the like, answer already, and it's the Champions League because then yeah. you get to play in the Club World Cup. And that's yeah. like, that's how you get international. Yeah. That's what's important. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give you my answer. We're going to make, we're going to make it. League, <laughs> we know your answer. <laughs> we're not going to make it. We can have this debate on another call, but we can have yeah. this debate in another yeah. call. So a lot of fun episodes, a lot of fun episodes to come. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just looking forward to, to the, the future. So agreed. All right. Well then from Messi and co I'm Ashley. That is Gian. Thank you for listening or watching another episode with us. We will be back next week. Have a great week and vamos Inter. Vamos. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.